Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. Canoo Technologies. Let me spell it. It's C-A-N-O-O. The company has had quite a ride from its humble beginnings as the start of the autonomous vehicle development craze to a leader in advanced mobility with a focus on EVs. So I ask, how they doing? And we take a look. For those of you that may not know, and they kind of made their mark early with a kind of funky looking vehicle. Now, their history doesn't mention, and I distinctly remember, that when they were starting out, they were actually starting out with a bent towards autonomous vehicles. Obviously and quickly, they pivoted. They almost had to. But what they did, which is really cool, is Canoes claim the fame as a reimagining of what a midsize electric minivan could be. And they reimagined it in such a way that made it very, very, very flexible. But let me tell you a little bit about who Canoe is. They're regarded as an American automotive startup based in Torrance, California, that develops and manufactures electric vehicles. Here's the fun part. The two men who started it met at Faraday Future before leaving together to form their own company. Why is that important? We have talked at length about the birth, death, and rise and uh, ICU uh, condition of Faraday Future, which, by the way, we're still waiting for them to build something. And we've talked about them. It's been a little while, but it's we've talked about them in, in detail and how tough it is to bring a vehicle to market. And it's interesting. These guys met there. One worked for Deutsche Bank. The other one worked for BMW as a senior executive. They were both at Faraday Future, and they left together to start their own company in 2017. Ironically enough, neither man is with the company now. But they developed a vehicle by reimagining what it could be. And it's, they called it, the first prototype was called the Canoe Lifestyle Vehicle. And they've, they've had some partnerships. They partnered with Hyundai for a minute. They partnered with another um, contract builder in Europe to build them. Uh, that kind of fell apart. But the shuttle thought. Anyway, they developed something also called its MPDV, yeah, letters, multi-purpose delivery vehicle product line. And the prices that they're looking at charging for these are more than reasonable. They're in the, like the thirty to $40,000 range. So they're not looking to get crazy. And remember, remember I said these are electric vehicles. These are pure electrics. These are not hybrids at all. But they're reimagined. And they look, they look different. You will not mistake a canoe vehicle for anything else on the road. The interesting thing, even as they were struggling to get raise money, bring stuff to market, build uh, um, a battery uh, manufacturing plant in uh, prior Oklahoma and an assembly plant in Oklahoma City. Even as they are struggling to raise the money and get this done, they started signing agreements to deliver vehicles. Their first one was with NASA, believe it or not, then with Walmart, and then a couple of other companies. So apparently, the people who have interface and have actually experienced the prototype, we're excited about it. And in fact, a few years ago, back in 2019, I stumbled across uh, a 2019 review, I believe it was by Motor Trend, of uh, the canoe LDV, LDV, which is Lifestyle 
uh, de- delivery vehicle, I believe is what it's called. It's their, their moniker. And they were ecstatic about it. How quiet it was, how smooth it was, how well that it gave, uh, it used space incredibly well and reimagined how you could, could refigure, could refigure space and all of that. I mean, basically, Canoe started with a clean piece of paper and they ran with it. Here's my issue. Every single canoe that they're designing based on the chassis they've developed has what I call a, a flat front end. Basically, you're, you're right there. There is nothing in front of you. The one thing I haven't seen yet, and I am concerned about it greatly, is how these would do in a crash test. Now, I don't know because their run rate, they're looking at building 20,000 vehicles a year. So I don't know, and I did not get a chance to research this before doing the piece, um, if they're exempt because they are low volume. I do know that federal motor vehicle safety standards do exempt some manufacturer, some vehicles below a certain production number. Canoe may be low, below that number because nowhere in the paperwork that I've seen and nowhere in the research that I've did does it show it being either having to be required to uh, pass crash standards uh, or exempt from them. And that's something I definitely want to find out because through all the paperwork, I didn't see that. Pro or con? Uh, yeah, I would like to see this undergo an IIHS offset, frontal offset crash test, see how it does. Because it's all glass up front. It's all glass. And I'm like, oh boy, I you, I don't want to hit this thing even at 20 miles an hour. And then an off an offset frontal crash, which by the way, is the most stressful on a vehicle because it takes all of that energy and limits it to a part of the car, not dissipated across the front of the car. And that's a challenge because what you may not realize, there are no federal standards for an offset frontal crash test. Mm-mm, there are none. The ones that are done are done by the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety. And as a result of them doing that, have made vehicles quite a bit safer. So you can thank them, the folks in Virginia, for perhaps maybe saving the life of either yourself or somebody you know, particularly since 45% of frontal crashes are offset frontal, person making a left turn, 45%. But getting back to canoe, yeah, that was one big thing. But it looks like that you're going to see some of these on the road. And like I said, there, yeah, there's no mistaking these. They are very unique. Almost spacecraft. Now, the ones they sold to NASA to shuttle people around actually kind of look kind of modern and stylish. And they call them crew transportation vehicles is what NASA got. And I think they bought three or four of them. And they look pretty sharp. And they're scaling up to build. um, And they're expecting, wait for it, wait for it. Yes, they're going to build a pickup. They're going to build an EV pickup. Why not? Everybody else is building pickups, right? They've showed a prototype two years ago of a canoe EV pickup. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder for so many reasons that I wonder. If they are able to make it unique enough by reimagining the pickup truck, then it's an issue of whether or not that uniqueness can turn into sales. How would they ramp up? How would they sell them? How would you distribute them? 
it's kind of different when you're selling to fleets, which is what they're really selling to right now. They're directing this at fleets. But what happens when you get into pickups? Will canoes still aim at fleets? Will they be looking at maybe going to retail sale for these? And again, in a pickup situation, it's performance, cost of operation, and how much can you tow? How much can you haul? EVs have awesome way abilities to haul. But the question is, can they compete in this marketplace with everybody else gunning for the same customer? And companies with experience that know how to ramp up to big numbers? We'll see. There's still challenges for Canoe, but we'll see. We are the Tech Mobility Show. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Kent Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. These days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us. Believe it or not, the Tech Mobility Show has a website. Yep. Combined with all the other ways you can interact with us, our website is a great place to start. Learn more about the host, find us in the news, and even check out where you can hear our programs across the country on the radio. I know, right? Our website is a great place to learn more about us and our programming. Go to techmobility.show for more information. 